1: welcome to the planet talk podcast we are your hosts gerald trinidad and vienna ortiz
0: This podcast is your favorite place to talk all things planners and planner-related conversation. By listening to Planner Talk, you'll get practical and actionable strategies for planning while paired with conversations about hot topics in the planner community, interviews with shop owners and influencers, and tips on business and following your passion.
1: This podcast will always give you the dose of good conversation, practicality, realness, and motivation you need to be your best self.
0: Hey guys, welcome to part three of Let's Talk YouTube growing content planning and our biggest tips. We just heard from Julie in part two, and it was amazing. We hope that you guys loved that episode. And in this episode, we're just going to follow up with some more tips and tricks for kind of business on YouTube, kind of growing your channel and really just like standing out. So we hope that you enjoy.
1: So let's dive right into it. So let's talk about creating your channel banner. So when I started YouTube, I literally had my channel banner, the same one I've had since I started and I haven't changed it up until recently, which is bad. Don't do that. You want to have like if you're trying to be serious about this, you want to have your whole branding all throughout your social media. But on YouTube, people actually look at your channel like that's like your home because If you go on YouTube and you're looking up somebody and you see like some default picture as their channel banner, it sends that message that, you know, that person really didn't care to change it or didn't want to put time into it. And so um, there are ways to create that. It doesn't have to be super difficult. Um, I use Canva and I think Vienna uses Canva as well, but you can also use PicMonkey or Photoshop. I think, yeah, Photoshop, obviously, and Illustrator, whichever um, software you're comfortable using. Now, Vienna, did you always have a specific channel banner? Because I know I just recently finally changed mine.
0: Yeah, I've changed my channel banner so many times. It's kind of ridiculous. (laughs) Um, It's like whatever I'm in the mood for, but I would say a good channel banner just I mean keep it simple but also make sure that your audience knows what they're there for if you want to like put little pictures in there that show maybe like a planner that you're talking about or something or just have your channel name whatever you think is going to bring the vibe to your channel and the cool thing is is that nowadays canva and picmonkey have some amazing templates whereas back in the day, I had to go and like Google the template, like and find the template and then put it into PicMonkey and play around with it a lot. And so it's so at your fingertips now. It's super easy. It's just whatever vibe you want to go for. But I do love changing around um, channel banners a lot.
1: Okay, that's funny, because I never took the time, which is terrible. People do not do that, because I would go on other people's channels and be like, oh, wow, they have a channel. And I just honestly, I was just lazy. I thought it was super hard to put together. But really, the templates are on canva like you can even use canva for free and i'm sure they have templates and you can make it simple you can include whatever you want it to be i've seen people put like their own pictures uh and you can put like multiple pictures on there like whatever you're into it's kind of like an intro to you without you having to introduce yourself if that makes sense it's it's yeah, I, I mean, I love the one I have now because it's straight to the point. It's who I am. But I know some people get super fancy with it, um, but you really don't have to.
0: Yes, absolutely. Okay, so the next thing you're going to want to do is monetize your YouTube channel. In order to apply for monetization, you must have 4,000 hours of overall watch time on the channel within the past 12 months and have at least 1,000 subscribers. So that's, that's kind of hell. like how to get monetized. Yeah, it is.
1: So it is a lot. Okay. I don't want that to discourage anyone because on YouTube now, and especially if you do your research, um, I don't know, for me, when I first started, I was all about trying to grow my YouTube channel. And so I researched a lot of YouTube videos on YouTube about YouTube. So like how to grow, how to do. And as much as it seemed like it might be a lot, I'll be honest in the beginning, I grew pretty quickly. Like I went to from zero to a thousand within a matter of months. And that's because I was really making a ton of videos about what was trending at the time. So back in the day for me, it was crafty haul videos were trending like crazy. People wanted to know what was on sale at the craft stores. People wanted to know like what I got And they were just hooked on that. Now, I don't believe that's a trend anymore. So, you know, see what's popular in your own niche, like in the search bar, just start typing what you would typically search for in your niche. And you'll see, uh, you can filter the videos to like what was most recently uploaded in that topic. And you can see how many views it's gotten. Um, so yeah, don't let that discourage you like, oh my gosh, I'm never going to get monetized because just keep keep going with YouTube. It You can grow a lot faster than you think. I don't know how quickly you've grown, Vienna, but I know for me, the zero to thousand was only a few months and I was shocked.
0: Yeah, same. I grew really quickly as well. Um, I would say back then we were one of the few people doing anything related to like planners and then crossover into crafty stuff. So um, there were people out there, don't get me wrong, but it was very, you know, slim to none. And so um, it was so much easier to just get that following. Nowadays it's so flooded, which is great because there's so many options out there now it's a little bit harder to get those subscribers unless you're, you know, you're, you're being shown a lot um, on YouTube when people are searching and or you're sharing with your community that you have these videos out there and ready. Um, so it's a lot harder now, but it's not impossible. I think that by having this kind of like partner program eligibility, it does add um, a sense of like being special and being a part of something Instead of just everybody can do it because you've worked to get to be a partner versus like, as soon as I get on YouTube, I start making money right away. It's a really cool um, milestone for you. And so if you're just starting, don't be discouraged. Um, It will happen, especially if you're putting in the work, you know. Um, So having said that, the way that you actually make money on your YouTube videos, if you're kind of new to the space, is you have to have a Google AdSense account, right, Um, which is free to make. But then once you become partner, you can link your AdSense account to your YouTube. And so they put ads on your video. And for every ad that is watched, um, you will get some money into your account. And it's not a lot. <laughs> it's not a lot to begin with. Um, because think of YouTube as like billboards. If let's say, okay, this is how they're kind of putting your uh, video in front of audiences. When you have a billboard, people are paying some people who already have big channels, already have a lot of watch people watching, and already bigger. Unfortunately, they get the billboard that's like on um, Hollywood Boulevard. I guess, they get that space. And so people are seeing their videos more, it's popping up on their feed more, and they're just getting that prime spot for real estate. But if you're somebody who's new, and you don't already have a lot of watch time, you don't have a lot of subscribers, viewers, you're gonna get probably like a small little bench (laughs) um, poster, (laughs) like when you're sitting right there waiting for the bus, unfortunately. And so your video is not getting pushed as much and so your ads are not being watched as much so in this sense yes unfortunately the people who are already doing well continue to do well and they continue to make more and more money but with work and dedication you can get to that spot but i want you to realize that it's going to take you a while to move from a poster, you know, on the side of uh, Streetlight to then the poster on the bus stop to then maybe a billboard somewhere random and then a billboard on Hollywood Boulevard. It's just going to take time to get there, but the ads is what's going to get you paid. Um, so it's kind of like in a nutshell um, and guys, there's so many people on YouTube. It's really just going to take you niching down like we talked about in the first um you know in the first episode and being consistent and just waiting until you get to that point
1: yeah totally consistency on youtube is key once you've formed kind of like an, a routine of like youtube it it gets so much easier i know when i first started youtube it was like okay what am i gonna film what am i gonna do and then it quickly became an addiction where I was filming literally every day and not every it's just not for everybody but I was so excited at the time to share what I like what I got at the store I would literally share um, Michael's ads because I used to get the ads a week early which nobody really did back then and I used to literally go online and be like I got my ads today next week this is what would is going to come on sale and I think at the time when I did that was when people were couponing and were trying to be frugal people are still are now but it's not as much of a craze Mm -hmm. that it was back then but once you get that consistency going like pick days that in the beginning Uh, pick days that you know you're going to be able to have videos uploaded Mm -hmm. and ready to go like the day and the time of day because people are we're all creatures of habit like we know okay vienna's gonna have a video on monday wednesday friday at 2 p.m i know it's gonna be there for me and people will literally like it's like the tv guy remember back in the day we used to have a tv guy and like oh my gosh my show is at eight yeah, tonight I'm not doing anything like so literally like YouTube is TV for some people to be honest mm-hmm. and you become a part of people's lives when I was doing daily vlogs people when I would miss the mark on like uploading by 6 a.m because I would schedule um, people would be like what happened to you are you okay and I'm like oh my gosh I did not schedule my video so once you build that consistency and routine people expect you to be there and it becomes this really cool space that you've created for yourself I mean how did you get started like because I know for me it was like all sales and things that I bought but you it was a lot of planner stuff right
0: Yeah, so I was like reviewing planners, um, doing pen tests, um, all the new stuff that was coming into the community. I was in a really cool spot where new things were just getting introduced all the time. And so, you know, it was like, oh, this is a new thing. Like, let me go to Target and get these um, sugar paper planners and do a review on them. So back then I was very much into like, oh, let me get my hands on this so I can show them. And I really enjoyed doing in-depth like reviews on things and that was a lot of fun um I definitely think it's different now you know YouTube a little bit different different. different. (laughs) But, (laughs) but I still see people doing that so that's neat um and yeah I loved it but I I didn't work YouTube the way that YouTube can be worked you guys because it can be it was just like really fun and something that I liked to do and enjoy doing at the time and I was just going with it and I do think you have to have a level of fun involved but also if you're serious about it you do have to work it um, so you have to have a nice medium between the two I think so okay so we talked about being consistent we talked about kind of finding your niche now making money because we're still kind of chatting about making money one tip that I learned recently is to make sure that your video is longer than five minutes, closer to 10 minutes or more, because it seems like around every five minutes or so, you have the ability to like add uh, put an ad in your video. If you have a longer video, you have more ads. You can do one in the beginning, one in the middle, and one on the end, or two in the middle, whatever you wanna do, but shorter videos are not where it's at. Um, It's just not going to get you the watch time that you need. But talking about watch time, you have to make sure that you have a good engagement. Um, So what I always say is try to have like a a nice story going or at least have the the points that you want to talk about so that people know they have to wait to the end to get that specific thing that you're talking about. So just make sure that you have those two things. If you want a long video, make sure you have the engagement that comes along with it.
1: Yeah. And the longer, I think the longer someone stays on your video, the better with YouTube. So the more ads they will push on your videos or more expensive ads, if that makes sense, um, will be pushed on your videos.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Totally. Okay. (laughs) So another way that you can grow your YouTube channel is to collaborate back when i first started youtube i did do a few collaborations and um i know some people that have literally grown their channel just by collaborating which is such a great technique and it's just about how you go about it and if your channels mesh and i've done some collaborations since then but collaborating is definitely a way to bring the community together and it's kind of like instagram takeover like when you're taking over somebody's chat um Instagram but instead you're sending people from your YouTube channel to theirs do you do did you used to do any collaborations Jaredelle
1: before I mean I collaborate on other social media platforms but like in the crafty community uh we have like YouTube hops so like we'll do everybody like it could be from like one person we're all using the same Paper collection, and then you hop from one place to another, and then I think at the end there'd be like a giveaway or something like that, um, but I know what planner wise i've seen people do a lot of collaborations like like what the one there's one that you just did recently right.
0: Yes, I just did one with Rebecca from Bless Your Plan, and it was good. Uh, We did January favorites. Um, I really liked it because I I love collaborating with people, and it's just you kind of have to find um, somebody who is similar to your channel and somebody who you know your audience is going to enjoy, so make sure that you're thinking about your audience as well and not just sending them over to some random thing that has nothing to do with your channel because that's kind of like a fake, like, you know, pump fake. Um, But it's definitely possible and it can totally help your channel.
1: Yeah, I totally think so. Like collaborating, I know, um, I forget where I read somewhere. This was a little bit ago where when you collaborate with someone, you should collaborate with somebody that has around the same amount of followers as you do. Um, only because one, it's a, it's fair. And I think that sometimes if you ask to collaborate with somebody that's a big account, it may look like, oh, well, this person is just trying to get followers or this person, you know what I mean? Um, so that's one of the things that I know um, I've come across when I was reading about collaborations. I haven't done one in a while. And I will th- oh, actually, my latest collab is this podcast, really, Um, (laughs) but on YouTube, just because I haven't been as active as I would want to be, I think it wouldn't be fair for the other person, um, only because, but you never know. But I, I just think because I haven't been as active, it wouldn't be fair, especially if that other person is super active and has a ton of engagement. I don't think it would be a win for that person and it wouldn't be fair. Like, I just, I don't know. I just wouldn't feel right.
0: I mean, I guess you have a point but also you probably could find somebody that you felt more comfortable collaborating with. And That's hey, true. hey, I've seen people who have reached out to people with a lot of followers. And really, it's just like, if you have that friendship, I think it's totally fine too. Um, so it just depends yeah. on You're the situation, totally right. yeah. but I get you, Jaredel, I'm with you on that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm just like, oh, yeah, way more followers. I feel bad. But really, if you guys are friends and there's that, level of respect yeah. and understanding I yeah I think it's totally fine too
0: yeah so I take totally.
1: it back I take it back take
0: it back <laughs> <laughs> okay so going along with growing your channel you definitely want to have like a enticing thumbnail because there's so many videos out there that could be similar to yours and you want them to click on your thumbnail and Gerda what do you use to create your
1: thumbnail like what uh, do you I, use canva yeah i use canva when i first started on youtube i used pick monkey or i used um uh, what did i use i used to i used to put text on my video itself and take a screenshot and that was yeah because i was really? too afraid yes i was too afraid to like learn other softwares I don't know I am so weird but yes that is an option if you'd like to but it's yeah it takes a lot more time uh but my thumbnails honestly I just do at the end of the video that I'm recording I like pose literally I'll pose and then I'll take a screenshot of that while I'm editing and that ends up being my thumbnail how do you do your thumbnails
0: Oh my gosh. Back in the day, back in the day. Guys, take a shot every time I say back in the day. Fun. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I used to just take a like photo and then just use that photo. But then now, as I've learned, I do the same. I'll take a screenshot of something in my video, which is so much more practical because it shows exactly what your video is about but there are some thumbnail best practices you can use Um, one of them is your thumbnail must accurately represent your video which is what i was just talking about if i'm not really showing like the vibe or the you know what my video is looking like (laughs) if it's just some random picture but it's related to my video it's just not accurate so it's very important to be accurate um include a shortened version of your video title so I've seen a lot of thumbnails that don't have like um, the title in their thumbnail, but I actually personally like when the title is in the thumbnail, just in a like they said a shortened version, right? Do you like that too?
1: Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen some people just have a straight up picture, and um, the title is just the title of the video, but just nothing. It's just their face. Like I don't. It kind of throws like, me a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like I I don't know. I don't know how I feel about those. Like I like thumbnails that hit me like, oh, this is what this is about. This is exactly what I'm looking for. And I'm going to click on that one. Like we like pretty things. So we're going to click on whatever it's like going to the market, right? You're not going to pick the ugly tomato. (laughs) You're going to pick the nice Firm, juicy tomato. Yes. Um, And it's the same with thumbnails. When people are looking up things and your video might be the very first one that shows up under that title of whatever they're looking for, um, but your thumbnail is like not clear. There's just no really um, description of what it is about. Yeah. You're going to get passed up big time. I always pick the nice and bright picture that has the nice title in the thumbnail as close to the title of the video itself is what I I click on. And I think that's just like, you know, that's how the human brain works. I just feel like, I don't know, it's weird when there's no title or text on a thumbnail.
0: I agree. I'm like, did you forget or... (laughs) It's just kind of like an unsaid thing that you do. So yeah, I don't know. It's just like rules of YouTube, I guess.
1: Did Air you quotes. forget? <laughs> like, yeah. did you meant to do?
0: do yeah. Did you mean yeah? that? Are you go back and edit that? Like, what's happening?
1: <laughs> oh my goodness! But you know what? again, back in the day, before you were partner, changing your thumbnail was one of the perks. Yes. I knew that but when i when we first started youtube our thumbnails were terrible because we yes. just changed them
0: yes tell <laughs> um, me why after i became partner well i changed, changed all of them i went back and i was like i'm gonna make these you know yeah i'm gonna I make these. mine are also. still messed up
1: <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to see like it's usually always the most flattering face that you have throughout the entire video that YouTube used to automatically pick. Like when it became something that everybody could change, I was, I felt some kind of way. Cause I was like, dude, my videos, like I went all these like months with my thumbnail looking crazy. Yes. How it comes standard to everybody. Like that was the thing. People were like, ooh, they have a, they have a custom thumbnail. Their their partner. Like, right is there a you know but now like you can't even tell like you can make your like i'm kind of jealous we had to work for those thumbnails
0: i know we were in the stone ages
1: (laughs) yeah basically
0: okay so basically have an inviting and interesting thumbnail guys but the other thing you're going to want to do which we talked about in our instagram uh, episode is to use your analytics to learn about your audience
1: too. Oh I love it on YouTube it's great because one you can see in real time if your video has been watched and how many people are watching it it's so cool um just like Instagram you could see like your demographic where they're from um, and all of that but me specifically I look at which part of the my video where because there's a way that you can find out where people, log out of your video. If it's like at what time? And I'm like, what happened? Like, am I, did I get so boring at that second? And literally you can go back in your video and you're like, oh, like if you, let's say you're making a video about blogging and you spend, people have a really short attention span. So like within the next five seconds, if you're like, well, this is what happened today, people will leave, straight up leave. And that kind of counts against you in a way where they're not going to push as many ads on that. If you're trying to make money off of YouTube, they'll be like, well, people are dropping off like flies and it's only been five seconds, but I've seen, I don't know if like, if you watch my videos, I'm like, okay, this is a haul and this is what I got. Like I'll try to show it as fast as possible because you want to grab people's attention. And with the analytics, I've learned to do it fast because I was talking too long before and now I can see like okay my videos people are staying for more than a minute and I'm okay with that um but don't get too um what's the word like don't don't um wrapped up in it yeah don't get too wrapped up in it because sometimes uh, most people now are watching from their phones and if they get a phone call it counts as somebody get like not wanting to watch your video but that might not be the case. They're just taking a phone call. So, but it's a nice reference point. So I look at that, I look at the time of day that people are watching my videos. And I'd like to see, I love to go back and seeing, out of all the videos that I have, which one is like, you can see your top 10 um, for, for the week or the month or the year or or all time and it kind of gives you an idea of what people like from you and that's such a huge tool on YouTube uh for me I know what I need to work on and I'll work on that but like it it, it's a good reference point like you'll see like you know how a lot of people are like I don't know what people like on YouTube you can you can see it you go in your analytics and you'll see which videos have been performing the most which ones have been interacted on the most like it's it's great i as you can tell i'm loving the analytics on there
0: love that thank you for all that yeah I mean, for sure it can totally be used to your benefit and i know that um so that's amazing advice thank you and for the last really few tips that we have are, are they're pretty self explanatory but you can utilize an intro and you can make your intro on Canva like intros are fun i i usually actually haven't had one until recently um and then encourage a call to action you guys like encourage people to comment encourage people to interact with you have end screens where you're showing the last video last two videos that you did um so they can go and watch those videos like these are all call to actions that you don't want to miss out on because they increase the amount of, of videos of yours that people will watch
1: yeah, I totally agree. I've been doing the end screens and ever since I've been doing the end screens, I'm seeing more views on my videos. Um definitely comment back to everyone and I I have to say you get you people have the ability to give you a thumbs down on your videos. It doesn't count against you. If anything, it raises up your interact that people are interacting on your video. So whether it's a thumbs up or thumbs down, it's actually good. They count for thumbs, really. It's like <laughs> likes. So <laughs> that made me laugh. Like, thumbs, for thumbs. like for <laughs> thumbs, It's not up or down. They're just thumbs. <laughs>
0: See, guys, leave me a, a thumbs up or a thumbs down.
1: Yeah, whatever you want to do. That's I mean, people think, oh, I'm going to give her a thumbs down. But really, to YouTube, it because I've asked actual YouTube because I got thumbs down and I was like freaking out I'm like I don't know why these people don't like my videos but really at the end of the day it shows that people are watching and interacting you want those thumbs any thumbs you want them
0: So you guys don't be discouraged if people want to be negative. I don't even know why they have a thumbs down. Like what, why do we need this negativity in our lives? Like just, if you like my video, like it.
1: Yeah, no, I (laughs) get it. I'll I'll post a video and I get a thumbs down. I'm like, I literally just uploaded it two seconds ago.
0: Haters gonna hate.
1: Well, I think we pretty much between Julie and us three, all together. We got a ton of tips and tricks for YouTube. If you have any other questions, feel free to message us on social media. Um, We're here for you. If you want to continue the conversation, follow us on Instagram. Like I said, Planner Talk Podcast. We're pretty responsive on there. You'll get either me or Vienna, or you can also DM us directly if you'd like.